0: On today's show, Luka Doncic drags the Mavericks to a win over the Nets. Just how good is he? And what's one decision Jason Kidd made that changed everything in this game? We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs. Mavericks. The NBA champions. He hits, It's good, and the Mavericks have won the game. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Letting it ride after a win. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. The best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know what's one reason the Mavericks got this win. Just give me one. Give me one reason the Mavs got this win, or. What was that guy aiming at that threw the cup onto the court? <laughs> Let us Whoa. know. Let us know in the comment section below. Joining me as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com. The Brooklyn Bomber, the One more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? what kind of what kind of spell was that was
1: that old guy trying to cast <laughs> yeah. uh, during the free throw? Like what what is going on right here?
0: Um I'm on a
1: <laughs> I just know that. <laughs> If the Mavs would have lost this game oh. and I missed the Ravens Buccaneers game, <laughs> no, we don't care. About I would have that,
0: been but... pissed. We don't care but, about uh, the Ravens as much, but this shut up. this game took years off my life. It felt like, and it feels like a lot of Mavericks games are going to take years off your life this year. And but the Mavericks, they got the win in this one, and so we'll break it all down. Luca got a forty point. Hold on, hold on. Forty one points, eleven rebounds, fourteen assists, three steals, only five turnovers. In a game where the Mavericks win in overtime against Kevin Durant. He outgunned him. An incredible night for him. And there was a couple changes that Jason Kidd made that I thought was interesting. And so we'll talk about that. We'll break it all down. How the Mavericks actually got the win. A couple other fun things. Reggie Bullock looking pretty good. Dorian Finney Smith on defense, I thought had a great game. Oh yeah. Josh Green, the hype train. Oh. Do I need MVP a of the do, summer. I need, do I need a train drop? I probably need a train yeah.
1: drop. You do. <laughs> You need a Polar Express
0: drop. Uh, so a lot of stuff we'll get into. Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. and Spencer Dinwiddie. That trio is going to be fascinating to monitor over the next rest of the season. And Campazo. <laughs> Basically. So, Luca, though. 41 <laughs> points, 11 boards, 14 assists. I mean, what is there to say?
1: Um, He's good at basketball. We're here for the hot takes uh, on today's pod that he's really good at basketball. no. You know, early on in this game, real quick, do you feel good about this win?
0: No, no. I mean, I, like it came, it 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 came as like, oh, it just it took everything out of Luca. There's just there's so many reasons this Mavericks team could have won this game earlier. Now, obviously, you feel good about a win no matter what because it's a W, right? At least yeah. at least you got the W. But there are still things they got to clean up. I mean, in my post game. Instant reaction video. I think I said that like three times. There's still stuff they gotta figure out. There's still something they gotta clean up. They should have won this game a couple different ways and they didn't until they it was just, just won it at the end.
1: Yeah, I just found myself kinda in the second half saying, This game's kinda gross. Like It was. I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't like it too much. And you know, it's just one of those games I think you walk out of and you say you kind of just wipe your hands of it and just be done, whether you win or lose. <laughs> it's like, all right, we won this one. Let's move on to Saturday's game, that type of thing. But for Luca, you know, I think the supporting cast, they struggled a little bit early on. You know, they hit some big shots. We'll talk about that in overtime. But this was a classic, hey, you know, Luca's gotta just put stuff on his shoulders and you know he finished as a plus twenty in this game because, you know, one of the big things was they couldn't hold, hold the four. They couldn't keep the ship afloat during when no. Luca left the game. And that's why you see the, the big difference of him and Spencer Denway to Denway was somebody's 20, and Luca was a plus 20 in this game. Um, and they so, started together. They
0: started like they yeah. played minutes together at the beginning of the game, towards the end of the game, and they still were complete polar opposites in the plus minus. And that, you know, as an individual stat, it doesn't matter a lot, but what it tells us is when Luca was on the court, the maps were good. When Dinwiddie was on the court, and when Luca was mostly off the court, they were bad. And they just really had a really bad night trying to like keep the ship afloat, like you said. When Luca was off the court,
1: and Luca was feasting on everybody, like it oh, didn't yeah. matter. I mean, they were switching Patty Mills and Kyrie on him, and I'm like, this is I don't. This is like me posting up my my son in our like playroom, who's <laughs> <It was> four. <laughs> uh, yeah, who's four years old. But it wasn't just the small guys. I mean, he was cooking Ben Simmons oh, on the yeah. perimeter, just going right past him and scoring. And it, it this is this is MVP Luca. This is why so many people, including us, picked Luca to win MVP this yeah. year. His you know his first four games of the season they're insane. I mean, and you said right before we hit record, we're you know on the pod that he's leading the league in scoring right now at this moment at ten thirty nine or whatever <laughs> uh, Central time. But this is Luka putting the team on his back, play 40 minutes tonight. He just, this is classic Luka.
0: He's leading the league in scoring now. He's at 36.3 points a game. He's taking 26 shots a game. The next highest is Kyrie, who's taking 23.8 a game. SGA's taking 23 a game. Trey Young's taking 23 a game. Donovan Mitchell, 22 a game. Like, he, and he's also taking nine free throws a game, which is fifth in the NBA. Like, his usage right now is on another level, like just completely on another level. He's also top six in assists per game right now. This is a, this is a load that Luca is carrying and you love to see him succeed doing this, right? He got all the switches. He was able to take advantage of what he wanted uh, in this game. There's the moments with Ben Simmons, like you said, and you just love to see him, you know, get the win, get the big assist down the stretch, kick it to role players and then hit their shots. But it's just asking too much of Luca. Like, this, how long is this sustainable, this kind of a run, this kind of a load for him to carry? It's one thing to ask it in the playoffs where there are spread out games and there's no back to backs and the travel is limited, and, you know, there's all that. But in the regular season, there's 82 of these, there's 78 more of these games. I just heard like 500 Mavs fans just like, <laughs> like, oh my god (laughs) there's there's, there's 78 more of these that we had to to do and i bet luca thinks the same way you've seen him in these games get bumped and beat up and fall down and like there's he's grabbing his ankle and grabbing his knee and grabbing all this like they gotta change something they they gotta change something about this because i don't i just don't know how long this is sustainable you love to see him succeed in it love to see him succeed but they're just asking so much of him right now that it doesn't seem like a long-term solution we're supposed to have this depth and with Dinwiddie and christian wood and tim hardaway jr and it just doesn't it just seems like everybody's waiting around for what luca's gonna do and somebody's got to step into that role where they can take the ball away from luca and i, I thought about this during the game well, we, we've seen a lot of Jalen brunson highlights over the last couple of days he had some he's had some really yeah. good games he's been good for Playing the Knicks. Great. Jalen brunson he didn't come out of the gate last year Taking the ball out of Luca's hands and being the dominant guy, like it took a while for for Luca to gain trust in Brunson, and for Brunson to step up and be confident enough himself to take over at times. I think this is it's going to take a little bit a little while if Spencer Dinwiddie's that guy, or if Christian Wood is that guy, or if Tim Hardaway comes back and becomes that guy that takes some of the scoring load off of Luca and. It's going to take that way. Did you and know they only played three preseason games too? They only played three, Isaac. <laughs> three less than some other teams. And on top of that, um, Brunson was had been on the team for like three years with Luca. He had he had yeah. been drafted with Luca. Like that whole relationship had taken a while for them to grow too. And they they haven't. He hasn't had that time with any of these other guys except for Tim Hardaway Jr. A, a little bit.
1: Luca only six of Luka's forty-one points tonight. Um, we're, we're from three. Just to further your point more, that he was taking a beating. If, like, uh, you know, he had 11 free throws tonight, 13 attempts from the free throw line. Good, good free throw percentage tonight for yeah. him. Um, some of his passing tonight, he had 14 assists. I mean, the, the pass that everybody's talking about is the over the head, <laughs> backwards to maxi. Uh, nasty. Nasty. It got there in the fourth quarter, maybe even overtime. where he was just like spinning and jumping, and like, he was just he was just having so much fun out there. He, he he smiled at Kyrie, laughing at some of the fans, and this was entertainer Luca meets MVP Luca at the same time. It was great.
0: It was great to watch. And coming up, what's the thing that Jason Kidd changed about this game that I think got them the win? He made an adjustment. He made a change with the rotation. We'll talk about that. Coming out. But before we do, let me tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is an app that you can go check out right now, prizepicks.com, promo code locked NBA, where you can go check out um, a daily game where you can play and check out, let's see, NBA tomorrow. Cleveland versus the the, the uh, Boston Celtics. This one's pretty fun. Jason Tatum, over under 26 and a half points against the Cleveland Cavaliers, Isaac Harris. Uh, under. Under on that one. Okay, Donovan Mitchell, 26 and a half, same number. Over under. Under. Uh Jalen Brown, 23 and a half. Over under. Over. Ooh. Jalen Brown the over. Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum the under. If I put down 20 bucks on that right there, what we just decided, I could win a hundred bucks if all three of those things happen. If I put down a hundred bucks on it, I could win five hundred dollars on it. So go check it out. It's prize picks. Download the app, use the promo code lockedon. You can get 100% instant deposit up to $100. So, you can get you can put in 500 put in 100 bucks and they'll give you 100 bucks for free to use. Go check it out It's prizepicks.com. Promo code LOCKEDONNBA. NBA. All right, Isaac Harris. Luka Doncic was incredible, sensational in this game. Mavericks get the win 129 to 125 in overtime, but Jason Kidd made a change. Christian Wood struggled with some some you know, foul trouble. He has five fouls. He got his fifth foul in the fourth quarter. He only played 24 minutes in this game. Yeah, I, th- I also thought that he was limited in certain areas. We'll talk about him in a minute. Spencer Dinwiddie played 27 minutes. He was four of eight from the field. He hit three threes, which was great, but I felt like he was, was struggling and limited in this game as well and wasn't as aggressive. Tim Hardaway Jr. plays 30 minutes hits four of his eight threes, and I thought that Jason Kidd going with Tim Hardaway Jr. down the stretch instead of Christian Wood and then instead of Spencer Dinwiddie was a really interesting choice.
1: Yeah, here's the answer of, you know, the other night Tim didn't play Capazzo's first game. You know, Capazzo plays, what, 12, 13 minutes yeah. in that game. We're like, oh, I wonder how many minutes he'll play when Tim's back. Well, here you go. Tim played 30 <laughs> uh, in this game. You know, there were multiple times Kidd went with uh, went with Tim. um you know, at first it was kinda of with you know, he, he put him in over Christian Wood late and like, All right, this is a choice. Um and and it ended up working out, you know, like I, I was I was skeptical about it. I was like, All right, you're gonna take I know Christian Wood has a foul trouble, um, uh, but you're gonna leave Tim in there. And then, you know, they put Maxie in and then it was he was in place of Denwitty for the most part. Yeah. And I was like, All right, like and that's how they play they finished all the overtime, you know, all five minutes of overtime was Tim and Maxi in place of JaVale Christian Wood, however you want to say it. Uh, and then Tim over, over Dinwiddie. And that's, that's the flexibility. Some of these lineups have to offer. And once again, while I go back to nothing's changing with Dorian and Reggie, Reggie, like, no. those, two, those two guys, they got to play alongside Luca. So, um, I thought Tim gave him some he – had, he had a couple offensive rebounds tonight that were yeah, he, very, he very did. important offensive rebounds there, uh, I think, in the fourth. Uh, they were
0: yeah. defensive rebounds. but yeah, Defense rebounds, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had two really big ones. that were One of them with like a minute left. It was just a huge rebound they def they desperately needed.
1: Yeah, so I, I thought he was pretty contained with some of the shots. You know, the thing with Tim is kind of like Christian Wood's like, dude, I'm just going to gun this thing. We're just going <laughs> to launch it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, 46% from the field hit – 4 of 8 of his threes and I he gave the Mavs a really good minutes tonight.
0: Sometimes with players in the NBA, it's not even necessarily about the stats they put they put up cuz like the stats don't always tell you just in a box score. Just their counting stats don't always tell you what a player brings to the table. You talk about oh stuff that's outside of the box score. Oh let's what can this guy bring that's outside of the box score? I thought when Jason Kidd made that decision to go with Tim instead of Dinwiddie or or Christian Wood or whichever one he w- he was deciding he wanted to go with two things. He wanted to go with spacing because Tim maximizes your spacing because he's the one that's going to take the deeper threes. Yeah, like Dinwiddie's shooting well from three. Yeah, Christian Wood shooting well from three. But if you had to, if you're a defender and you're doing, you're guarding Dinwiddie, Christian Wood, or Tim Hardaway Jr., which one are you going to be closer to to not let him chuck up a three point shot? Right? It's Tim. He's got he's got Tim. a little bit of a legacy there with the, with defenders. They wanted the spacing, and I think they wanted the foot speed too. I think Tim's a little bit faster than Dinwiddie right now um and i i don't think so you don't think so no i disagree with that interesting i think
1: i agree with the sense of like you're gonna go even though i think pretty sure Denwitty has the most threes on on the team right now over the first four games of the season but i still think if you're gonna leave somebody open tim's your last choice if you're a Pose defense.
0: I think he's a little bit faster than Dinwiddie, and I think that they went with that because they needed to, somebody to chase around some of these guards. They needed somebody to be able to slip through screens and things like that, and they wanted to go with that over something else because the Nets don't have any size. The Nets aren't going to kill you down low. You can get away with playing more guards than bigs in this lineup because they don't have any bigs. Their whole thing has been they can't rebound, um, even though they out-rebounded the Mavericks in this game 45-37. to uh, But I think that's the two things they decided with, with Tim – up did the, the Mavericks won this game by lo- and they lost the rebounding battle? Turns out you can do that. They did that against Memphis, too. But. Turns out you can do that. So, uh, I thought that that's why they went with Tim Hardaway Jr. And it worked out for him. It worked out really well. And they need Tim to start getting in some rhythm. They need Tim to start hitting some shots. Um, yeah. I saw my friend Dave Dufour from The Athletic tweet, you know, eventually some of these threes that are short on tim's on tim's shot are gonna go down because he's gonna get his legs back under him he had a foot injury like that's tough for, as a shooter especially to come back from get your rhythm back get enough shots over the off season. he was rehabbing and all that kind of stuff so like he'll he'll eventually start hitting and he hit four of them tonight which is great and hit he hit one in overtime too right i was gonna say that stretch
1: in overtime was huge because it felt like a lot of time a lot in this game they're like dang it man dorian he missed five threes tonight um and it's like, I wish some of these threes would go down. I feel like these potential, I mean, I know Luke had 14 assists, but I feel like there's different times he hit, you know, even Reggie at the end of regulation, amazing pass. Reggie missed a shot. But then what happens at overtime is the role players, you know, it's back to back to back threes, Tim first, then Maxie, then Reggie. And I was just like super hyped. I'm like, let's go. Like that was because you already felt like, you know, you log on Twitter once and you see, just that right. oh, Luke has no help, and it's like, oh dang, here we go, here we go again. <laughs> oh, all uh, game
0: it was. Why can't these guys ever hit threes? And then they all hit a, th- they all hit at least one three in the overtime. And you're like, okay, they can, they can yeah, shoot. That was,
1: <laughs> that was
0: awesome. Go back and delete your old tweets about <laughs> about how this team can't shoot. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I, I thought that it was interesting with, on the on the Christian Wood side of things from this. He struggled. Yeah, you want to talk about that now? He struggled in this game, I thought. This is the first game where we, where we just visibly saw him struggling against an opponent. I thought Ben Simmons locked him up. I thought Ben Simmons was – he's just like the perfect defender to take out Christian Wood. All of Christian Wood's advantages where he's a big man. They can kind of handle it. They can definitely shoot it. They can get his own shot a little bit here and there. Like all those, all those abilities – Ben Simmons just completely takes out because he's used to guarding guards, right? Like Christian Woods guard skills are not going to catch Ben Simmons off guard. And then when Ben Simmons wasn't out there, he was being guarded by Kevin Durant, <laughs> right? So like that's two very unique players in the NBA to guard Christian Wood that I thought really took him out of his game. He, he ended up hitting a couple shots here and there. What do he, he end up? Um, he ended up with 11 points. He had six boards. Um, he hit two threes. Like he ended up in and went to the line a couple of times. Like he ended up being a little bit productive, but he's just really taken out of this game, I thought, by those two guys.
1: The three man big rotation of Javell Christianwood, and Maxie, it's it's sometime watching every game. I'm gonna watch it every game because JaVel continues to just not look good. <laughs> and first quarter I thought he was
0: a little bit better than he had been, but I mean
1: Yeah, but like even Tim Cato, you know, tweet out during the game was like JaVel's getting Dwight Powell in his fourth game with the Mavs. I know. Because his third quarter, he came out and literally two, played two two minutes. Two minutes, yeah. And was out. And so it's like, all right, now we can lock Javell in for like 10 to 14 minutes a game, something like that. You you already knew. I mean, I thought he was going to play like 15 or 16, so a little bit less than what I thought. But then it's the verse versus Christian Wood thing because – then they were bringing Maxi in instead of Christian Wood. Then they were finishing with Maxi over Christian Wood. This is why it was one of the things I brought up before the season. Like I'm watching the minutes, the total minutes between Maxi and Christian Wood this season because Dallas loves having a guy like Maxi out there. Who can knock down the three and guard on the perimeter. And Maxi finished tonight with thirty. Now, I know Christian Wood had some had some foul troubles in this game. That's that's
0: why his minutes were limited. I thought.
1: Yeah. But he also didn't play like in any you know, overtime and not much in, the, in the, at the end of the game and he had had another foul. So, I mean, he played 24 minutes and yeah, he played, probably could have played a couple more. Maxi played 32 minutes in this game. Um, it that's just the, a matchup that I'm gonna be fascinated by. When does Dallas decide to go with offense with another like guy we can throw the ball to in the post or say go get me a bucket? Or when do they elect you, to put Maxi?
0: You up? know when they're gonna do that? Is when the team starts playing well. <laughs> like when the team starts playing well, they're not in these like cage matches late in games where they have to just like scrounge for every basket and stop the other team just by all costs. Like that's when they'll go with Christian Wood over Maxi. Like when a lot of the things that we saw earlier in this game that we referenced at the beginning of the show. Like the reason why it's such an ugly win is they needed to put Maxie in there. They needed the defense in this game because things yeah. just weren't working out for them, and obviously because Kevin Durant, and Kyrie are so good that they can shoot themselves out of any kind of situation. So like that that's going to be a big factor as well. But yeah,
1: and and they trust Maxi, and I I think true beyond defense is a big one because Maxi's a better defender. But also I think it shows that they just don't trust Christian Wood in these big moments late in the games. And they they just trust – I should rephrase that. I think they trust Maxie they trust more yeah, yeah. than what they would – Christian Wood in those tight, close games.
0: Coming up, let's talk about the rest of this game. What else stood out to us? Josh Green. Josh Green hit a couple of threes in this game. Yeah. Uh, what did we see from Spencer Dinwiddie? What does he need to do on this team? And we'll talk about more of that coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen. For your next listen later today, go check out Lockdown NBA Game to Game. This really is an awesome show that we put together. It's a recap of every single game from us, the local experts. You'll hear from me. You'll hear from some of our other hosts that cover. Uh, you'll probably hear from Adam Armbrecht or Doug Norrie that cover the Nets in the breakdown. You'll get to see it, a, a whole compilation of every single game in the NBA on a given night. It's NBA Game, game to Game on the Lockdown NBA podcast feed and YouTube. All right. I want to talk about Spencer Dinwiddie a little bit. Let's talk about him. A lot of the things ugly early on was that bench unit that's run by Spencer Dinwiddie, and yeah. all off season we heard Jason Kidd when he was when he was asked anything about Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, we're just asking Spencer to be Spencer. Like we're just asking Spencer to be Spencer. He he's kept, a basketball player. He's a basketball. He just kept saying that over and over again. I want to know what Spencer being Spencer is. <laughs> What is, what is that? What does that mean? Because through these four games, I'm not really sure that he's stepping up to the level that I really had hoped that he would, and and take over in moments, especially when Luca's on the bench. It just seems like he's trying to set other guys up, and he's trying yeah. to all right, get get Christian Wood involved. He's like doing all this stuff. Like play your game, be Spencer. Yeah. Like if that's what Jason Kidd means, be Spencer. Like be aggressive and attack the basket. They need Spencer Dinwiddie to be far more aggressive and far more uh, commanding of the offense when Luca is not in the game then they're getting right now
1: yeah you know he had 11 points there in the third and you didn't like it and um <laughs> Isaac Isaac in the middle of the
0: game Christian,
1: uh, Dinwiddie hits a three and I hit two shots in a row and I was like let's go go off Spencer let's do this he hit two of
0: his four shots in a row and Isaac goes go off go off Spencer Dinwiddie go yeah, off get it and it. I was like I was like
1: Isaac he has 11 points Go after it. We need him to go
0: off. I thought you you were like the thing where people, when someone's doing really well and you're like, go off, get yours, let's go. I thought that's what you were doing.
1: It was more of like he hit two shots. So I'm like, keep on going. You're like, like, it was go like an off. encouragement to keep going, yeah. not like yeah, you've been doing well. So, <laughs> oh. so anyway, um, <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, I think I wish he would be. I mean, he only had eight shot attempts in this game. It's not the, enough. Yeah, and, and honestly, I wonder if if doubtless if kid decides to move him back to the bench i think it would be more about trying to maximize him more than something he's doing wrong in the starting unit and because i'm with you i don't think he feels as comfortable right now and it feels like hey in in those luca minutes that luca goes off the floor it's like all right now's your now's your time right now's your time to to kind of do your thing but it feels so much that he's just trying to get everybody else involved and I know I've said this a few times, but it feels like he's kind of in his head about it. That's like, all right, I got to do this gotta Got to play that exact Brunson role when we need him to be Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) And, And be what he we gotta, was. We got to get a drop for that. That's like the. <laughs> oh, I
0: want to, you know, be able to touch the car. That's like
1: that. That's like that. Spencer. Be Spencer. But he ha- he had like a couple little stretches there to where he hit a three. He was a great. He drove to the basket. it's like, all right, do that. Do that. Love it. Yeah, go, go do that. I would almost rather, like, give me a game that he attempts like 17 shots in a game. it's like, but at least, hey, you were aggressive. And we saw you, like, seek out your. Yeah,
0: this is the exact thing we were talking about with Brunson from last year. Is and I think it may, may need to start at you know off the bench because it did take a while for Din for, for Brunson last year to to grow into that role and then be comfortable yeah. enough and for Luca to trust him enough to be like not equals but like to be the one two in that offense and to, to be the two ball handlers in a lineup like that. Maybe it takes Dinwiddie a little bit to to get his you know confidence in this team. And it's classic for for Spencer, for Spencer Dinwiddie to, to overthink something. He's such a smart guy. You hear him talk, and you hear him in our our interview before the season, and you're like, "This is a smart guy. This guy is, has thought about." We it. talked to him at Media Day. <laughs> this, guy that, this is a guy that has thought about everybody on the team and knows these little things about everybody, and you just love hearing his insight on the game. And of course, he's going to overthink it on the court, right? But you just don't yeah. you don't need him to. And for this team to be successful, they need more out of him, I think.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I was very adamant that he's going to have a monster year. Something that I think we underrate a little bit, and all pro Luca fans here, you close your ears for a second. Um, it's not easy playing with Luca sometimes, especially as another ball handler, especially as another. Um, you know, another point guard and he's been a, a point guard for a lot of his career. And it's like Brunson, you listed out earlier. It's like he was in how many years had he played with Luca before he really started break, breaking out. Some of that's his career maturing in the league. Some of that I think is just getting used to playing with Luca playing with a guy who has such a high usage that has the ball all the time coming down the floor. How many times that you're coming down the floor, running on the floor and just watching a guy do his thing. That guy is really, really good. And Luca it's just it's not an easy thing to play when you are a primary ball handler like a Dinwiddie to play with a guy like Luca. So it might take just a little bit of time. I think I underrated that going into the season thinking that, oh, he's just going to naturally step into the Brunson role when it took Brunson a little bit of time to get used to playing alongside Luca like that.
0: Well, all we had heard all off season is how confident Spencer Dinwiddie is and how much he's stepping into that role. And this is his, the best spot he's been in. And like all that kind of stuff, he's stepping into this role. He's going to fill Brunson's like all that, all that stuff we heard all off season. So you kind of expected it and maybe you just ran, ran with that a little bit. But with, with, with Dinwiddie, it's those moments where Luca swings the ball over to his side and he has like, it's, emptier on Dinwiddie's side and he doesn't drive it, he just swings it back to Luca. Like, yes, if Luca has the ball and does something with the ball, every possession, that's the that's maximizing a possession, right? Like, but throughout a game where there's a hundred possessions, you every once in a while, Dinwiddie's gotta be able to take control and he's gotta be able to take the the keys to the car. Do I have to do the car thing again? Oh no. I want to you know be able to touch the car. He's (laughs) got he's gotta take the keys to the car and he's gotta just just run with it.
1: We got to give Jason Kidd a shout-out, okay? Because this guy went from hoarding all of his timeouts like Mary Poppins. We were like, why and, don't you use a timeout in the Pelicans I mean, game? I was sitting there saying on the pod that he gets an extra 100K for every timeout he keeps in his back pocket. This guy tonight, on two different instances, <laughs> takes back-to-back timeouts. And it's like they come out of a timeout, and then he just takes immediately another one. And I even texted him like, did he just take another timeout? Yeah, before did. they, like... And I'm like, this guy was like, I'm gonna watch this.
0: Take this, Isaac. Like,
1: yeah, I'm gonna use all my timeouts.
0: Now. Oh my gosh! Good morning, Josh Isaac. Green,
1: baby. Oh, Josh it, Green, MVP of the summer.
0: Josh Green <laughs> th- hit three threes, had a massive offensive rebound that led to a Luka dunk that was incredible. That was an awesome offensive board. Uh, with the, he got the assist for that one too. He had a steal. Um, ended ended up with ten points. With a he had a free throw as well. I want to see more of Josh. I, I, I Thir- thirteen minutes. Thirteen minutes. That's it. Is that like, why is he not getting more time? I mean,
1: like, whose time are you going to take from Tim? I mean, Tim played 42 minutes. Dorian's playing
0: forty-two minutes. Like, <laughs> can't, Dorian can't play forty-two minutes all the. And it, it, this is this, you want Josh Garden Durant. This is the same conversation we just had between Maxi and Christian Wood. If they get out of these dog fights where they just need to like win every single possession because it's life or death. Then that's when you'll see Josh Green get some more time. But they just haven't been in. One- yep. They've played the Suns really close after going up, you know, by twenty two. The the Grizzlies game barely counts, and then the Pelicans they played close the whole game, which was wild. And then this one was close pretty much the whole game. So like they've been in these dog fights. We gotta we gotta come up with a different analogy than dogfight. dog, <laughs> the dog, the dog you're using it. I'm not. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking really- about like a dogfight, like airplanes fighting. That's what I was thinking.
1: Do you want to? Ask me about <laughs> phrases and stuff because I'm really good at them. <laughs> and um, can we take just uh, just a minute on how weird Brooklyn is? Their They're, team, they got, they got their,
0: their fans out. are throwing cups full of ice and wa- and like liquid hey, cons- and limes onto the court. Hit the conspiracy theory music. Ooh.
1: You know who used to coach in Brooklyn? Jason Kidd. Yep. Are we sure Jason Kidd didn't? Uh, Kind of lean over and holler at a friend up in the stands and say, "Hey, I like cups of water being spilled on the floor." Be, Can you throw one? It'd be
0: real nice if we just iced KD right here and he missed the free throw. I say, yeah, I've done this before. <laughs> just throw it on on the floor. Um, Steve Nash took a page out of out of Jason Kidd's book.
1: Just quick observations: they have no offense except for KD and Kyrie just doing their thing. They look. I know they're missing guys, but they look so clunky. And Ben Simmons just looks done. Like.
0: He's he's hasn't played no he doesn't know what he's doing he airballed a layup
1: yeah I know like the the fact that Yuta is playing like a lot of, shout out to the Yuta Tim Hardaway back and forth that was uh it
0: reminded it like, me of the Dion Waiters Tim Hardaway yeah.
1: back and forth in the Rising Stars game but no I mean I like yeah shocking here but they don't look like they're on the same page they got it. Yeah, it's something. It
0: felt like the Mavs were playing themselves on certain possessions cuz it's like Luka has to do everything, Kyrie has to do everything, KD has to do everything in this and they just don't they don't have a lot of answers in other spots. But yeah, they they are missing players, but the players that they're missing like Seth Curry and Joe Harris, like they're not answering their problems at all. <laughs> like, they're not answering any part of it. Feels like they I mean, still they're
1: better than David Duke. Which one? I just both. David
0: Duke the net player.
1: Yeah. Okay. What well, do you, do you know another David Duke? I do. <laughs> oh no, I'm
0: done. I need to uh, to you know who else is done is Patty Mills. He's done guarding Luca. <laughs> that, was, that was terrible for him. I don't know. What, no, I don't know what Steve yeah. Nash is doing. Like this team, we're gonna switch everything. Like that doesn't work unless your team is really good at communicating, and this Nets team is not.
1: I mean, Kyrie too. Ky- Kyrie could not guard him at all, dude. Ky- Kyrie's so frustrating because so he's good. So- He's so weird, but he's so good out on the floor. It's like when he's... He knows who the other David Duke is. Kyrie's really good. <laughs> and it's like... And like seeing him and like Luca together, like smile and like... like oh, I'm like, oh, y'all want to be teammates? Huh. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There you go. That's the... Mavericks get a win against the Nets. We will be- go. 500, baby. Back to 500. The season starts now, guys.
1: The season starts now. Hey, you know what's coming up? Five home five game home stretch, and some would say it could define the season.
0: Who would say that? Thunder at home on Saturday, magic the 0 5 magic at home on, on uh, Sunday, hello, baby, Jazz at home on Wednesday, and then the Raptors on Friday. That one will be a tough one, but three games in we'll a row that the, the Mavericks will be able to, to hopefully figure out some of these issues we've been talking about, guys. We will have a post game for every single one of those. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown On Mavs. Go make your second listen Locked On Sports today. Great show covering all aspects of sports with interviews from our local experts. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown On Mavs.
1: Peace out.
0: Boom.